This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Bob Comsick. And welcome back. If you're out there behind the wheel, this may distract you more than your phone. Police are noticing an increase in the number of incidents of motorists who are driving the wrong way. Basically going against the traffic in the wrong lanes. Ever witness this? Ever happen to you? 416-360-0740. Toll free, 1-866-744-740. And Provincial Police Sergeant Kerry Schmidt on the line and on the road. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. Any so far today for you? No, not that I'm aware of, but uh, we had 30 in the last month or 25 in the last month, and, and they come in far too often. And it's not just cars that are passing traffic and they pop into the oncoming lanes to pass. We've all seen that. But when we have vehicles going the wrong way with no uh, idea maybe where they are or what's going on, uh, going right into traffic, uh, unaware of the danger, uh, that is frightening. And and the fact that we had these 25 in the last 30 days, uh, five of them resulted in collisions. Two of them resulted in fatalities, two people dead because of uh, these vehicles coming at you on a highway, which is completely unexpected. And, uh, you know, the, the ability or opportunity for a driver to really perceive and recognize that you're on your lane um, and be able to react in time is very difficult because you're closing at sometimes in excess of 200 kilometers per hour. And those who are going the right way, seeing somebody coming the wrong way, the reaction might be not only to get out of the way, but am I seeing, is what I'm seeing truly happening? The guy's coming the wrong way. What? Yeah. You know, especially at nighttime, when you all you see is headlights coming towards you, you can't really tell if those headlights are on the opposite side of the wall or if they're in front of you. And really, by the time you realize that this vehicle is coming towards you in your lane, there's no time to react very often, and uh, it's just moments before the crash, and it's absolutely devastating when we see impacts like that. Sergeant, you'd have the numbers, you'd know, you'd have anecdotes. Does this you mentioned at night? So is this principally when it happens? Uh, no, not necessarily. You know, obviously, uh, it happens all time and day. You know, these drivers, whoever they are, you know, sometimes we have. Uh, found them to be impaired, alcohol or or uh, any impairing uh, substance uh, certainly changes your ability to make uh, decisions and realize and understand where you are, what you're doing. Uh, very often we also have drivers who are just confused and disoriented. Sometimes they're elderly and, and they just don't really realize where they turn onto. They see a road and they're actually driving onto an off-ramp going into traffic. Uh, often when night occurs, there's less traffic, so people don't have those visual cues that you're actually going into oncoming traffic. And so we do get a lot of reports of them uh, overnight. Um, 
and, and sometimes during the day as well, often these drivers will realize once they get to the bottom of this off-ramp that, oh, hang on a second, I got cars coming towards me, I got to turn around, and sometimes they get trapped. They don't know how to turn around because their cars are flying by them, and hopefully they're on the shoulder. John in Brampton, you're on the line here along with OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, so uh, you think you know why this happens. Yes, uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, I think the most common problem that we have, it seems to be getting worse and worse, is that you've got signs everywhere. At, at Toronto, you know, probably being the perfect example of, the, you know, there are signs at the last minute to say the road ends that you have to turn right, or, you know, the, it, it's just just a little bit too much of a good thing. Especially happens as well when there's road constructions where lanes are being diverted. Um, I don't know who monitors this, but eh, whoever it is, I'm afraid they're not doing a very good job. Well, I know there's plenty of signage out on the highways, and for the most part, what we're dealing with here in the GTA are controlled access highways. There's no opportunity for you to just cross over a center line and go into oncoming traffic. Construction is going to divert you around, and you know, sometimes there will be construction lanes that will take you into construction zones, and we've certainly seen cars go right into a construction zone, unbeknownst that they're no longer on the highway and now in a construction area with uh, holes and gravel piles and heavy equipment and so on. Anything else, John? Okay, Bob in Etobicoke, good afternoon. Uh, This this happened to you? Not bad. I'd like to tell you about two incidents I had where I have actually stopped cars going on to the highway the wrong way. One of them is at Western Road on the 401. I was getting off the 401 at Western Road, and I'm waiting for the light, and I'm back about six or seven cars, and I notice this car, he turns and he's going the wrong way. I seen it, I, I'm just parked in my van, I jumped out of the van, jumped in front of the car and slammed my hands on the hood of the car and screamed at him. I'm not saying, not because it's written, but they could have been, they were Chinese, they may have been from well, maybe in tourists. I don't know. They had no idea what they were doing. And the driver, when I did that, he just he, he just jammed the brakes on, stopped, looked bewildered. The rest of the people in the van, uh, the car, they knew what was wrong, and they thanked me. And mm-hmm. he you know, managed to turn the car and get back on because he had missed the actual one. The second time was I was getting off. The 401, I was going east, uh, uh, going west, sorry, and there was a Bathurst Street exit. And I don't get off that very often there, Bathurst. Maybe three times in my life I got off. And once I got off, and there was a car going on. He's going the wrong way. I cut him off. And he's waving his fist and blowing a horn at me. And I cut the whole car off. I just turned right in front of him, stopped him. I said, you're going the wrong way. Then he realized he was going the wrong way. Yeah. But, mm, yeah so, neither of those had, I know they have signs, wrong way. People don't pay attention to that. But if they had a stop sign in both of those cases, they would have, people naturally stop at a stop sign. It's just automatic, okay? They would stop at a stop sign. And if he stopped at a stop sign and it said, you're going the wrong way, one way, don't enter, they would have noticed that in those both of those cases. Now, the one on the Western Road was around four years ago. The one on Bathurst Street was probably eight years ago. Okay, yeah. Bob, we'll, we'll, we'll let uh, we'll let Sergeant uh, Schmidt answer that. Thank you, Bob and Etobicoke. Go ahead, Kerry. 
Yeah, thanks, Bob. You know, one thing that concerns me, because if you see a stop sign there, you're used to seeing a stop sign. So you, you've now come up to a stop sign, it's clear, and it's safe to go. So uh, I don't know if that uh, would be uh, the good, uh, right message. They need to know they're going the wrong way, because if we tell them to stop, they'll stop, and it's clear, and they'll proceed. So I think that would be a little dangerous. But uh, again, thank you, for the Bob, for uh, getting out and, and intervening, because he could have saved a couple of lives right there, and that's, uh, that's important. We need to work together on this. You know, Sergeant, and those that I'm sure who've either experienced it, been in the majority going the right way and seen somebody go the the wrong way, just trying to put myself in the position of observing this and then thinking about, would I ever do this? Could I possibly ever do this if I weren't paying attention? And I just couldn't see it. I don't know if it's we don't all, let's face it, as much as we try to pay attention, we all get distracted now and then. Uh, some, some intentionally distracted, that's a different story. But to, to go the wrong way and not immediately, first of all, I don't think I'd find myself going the wrong way, but to just pull, just to pull over like right away as opposed to continuing down the road when 99 out of 100 cars are going the other way, that should be your first clue. Yeah, you're the only one. Like that movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. You're going the wrong way, but uh, it, yeah. it's, uh, it's so it's so vitally important, and it is dangerous. And 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 sometimes people just don't. Maybe they're not comfortable with driving on major highways in urban areas. Uh, maybe they're just not used to uh, you know what environment they're in. Or you know, we have seen elderly drivers as well. And if you know someone who uh, maybe shouldn't be on the road anymore, you know, it's maybe not a bad idea to have those conversations and say, you know what. I think maybe we should start taking public transit. Now, I don't want you behind the wheel of a vehicle, because if you do get lost and start going down a road, you don't know what it is. There's a chance that you might be going the wrong way, and that is just putting everybody in real jeopardy. Can we take a look at uh, some some numbers here about how much of this has been reported, say, so far on OPP patrolled roads this year as compared to, say, last year, just to do... A comparison? Yeah, well, we are actually seeing an increase this year, and we were up over 200 already this year in terms of reports that have been called into us. And, and in many cases, the drivers either figure it out or other people get uh, involved and intervene, and they get the vehicle turned around, and they're on their way. Last year, it was under 200, 180-some-odd, 87, I believe, uh, reports of wrong-way vehicles. And... Uh, and it's up this year uh, slightly. And that's why we want to raise that awareness and just make sure people are looking down the road. If you're driving, don't be looking over the hood of your vehicle uh, to just over the bumper. Look as far down the distance as you can and, and be ready to uh, adjust your driving for any crisis, uh, a pedestrian, a child, uh, an animal running across the highway, or maybe um, in, in some, a rare instance, you might have a car coming towards you. And you need to be ready to respond to avoid a collision. And if you see that, call 911 immediately. We want to know where you are, whatever description you have of the vehicle. And we take that as the highest priority call. And we will scramble officers to get into that area to try to intercept that vehicle before there's a wreck. You mentioned the movie uh, Cars, Planes, Trains. Yeah, the John Candy movie and yeah. Steve Martin. <laughs> Put it that way. I'm not going to try to try to stumble through that one. What if, I, I'm wondering if road safety partners such as yourselves, 
Do you ever brainstorm, try to come up maybe with, uh, I don't know, a public awareness campaign, let's say, using something along those lines uh, as far as from the from the movie or something similar just to try to make a point? Because let's face it, the first thing you, you remember is the uh, the last thing you just experienced. And maybe by seeing something like that, even though that's comedic, nothing funny about it or whatever, just to, no pun intended, maybe it is, drive home the message. Yeah, well, and that's, yeah, we're going to use whatever opportunities, and that's why we're doing this media campaign here as well, to try to let people know that this is what we're dealing with and this is the issues that we're seeing. If we don't tell you, you don't know, and and maybe you think it's just a once in a once in a lifetime a, a lottery or a chance of lightning. It's going to happen rarely, but it does happen. And, and sadly, I've been to the outcomes when we're dealing with a horrific tragedy where someone's lost their life because of something really completely preventable. And whether or not it's driver inattention, driver inability, driver impairment, whatever that might be, um, you know that we just want to raise that awareness. And if you know anyone who shouldn't be driving or is possibly getting into a vehicle, they're impaired, that's a dangerous driver. We need to know that, and we need to get those vehicles and those drivers off the road so that they don't put themselves and everybody else at risk while uh, you know we're all sharing the road together. Martha in Midland, do you have a story to share, and then we'll uh, let the sergeant go. Okay, this happened um, 30-some-odd years ago. Um, I raised three boys, and I always told them, be careful of the other drivers on the road, blah, 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 blah. And one night I got a phone call at 1 o'clock in the morning, and, I, of course, I panicked, but it was my son, one of them, and he said, Mom, I finally understand what you meant when you said it's not you that is at fault or in trouble, it's the other drivers on the road. He was coming up the Don Valley Parkway, and there was a set of headlights coming toward him, and he said, Mom, I had no idea where to go. If I went to my right, would he go that way too? And he said, I thought I was going to be dead. However, it has a good ending. He just passed him, and um, everything was fine. Okay. All right, Martha and Midland, thank you. I guess there's so many close calls like that that won't get reported, obviously, Carrie, because there's a yeah. good outcome, and you just wipe your forehead and look to the sky, cross yourself, and get on with your day. Yeah, it may be underreported, but uh, again, it is, it's an issue, and that's why you have to have your full attention on the road. Put down those cell phones, don't drive impaired, and, and have your full attention, your eyes, your mind, your hands on the wheel, and be ready for anything. Now, is there a number that people, when they're on the road, that they can quickly car, uh, call, like a star number, star what, OPP, or a number where they can quickly report yeah. if... Yeah. Uh, well, this is an emergency. This is a crisis. This is a life-threatening call, 911. But you can also call the OPP directly if you're on a provincial highway. Call STAR OPP, which is STAR 677. OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, uh, thank you so much. And uh, hopefully this, if it helps even one, at least one person, to stay in the right lane, then it's worth it. Absolutely. Thank you very much for making this message to uh, uh, get out there. Okay, OPP Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. 
Idea City on the Air and The Garden Show.